we thought the Packers were on their way against Tampa last week with that score. Instead, it was uh, a rough Sunday to say the least. Joining us live on the First Midwest Bank Hotline is the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. And Wayne, uh, Packers fans, of course, hoping that Sunday last was just a one-off, that anybody could have a bad day in the NFL. But it, it did expose a few things about the Packers in terms of uh, um, moving the football after they fell behind. And, and missing one player, it seems, on the offensive side took them kind of out of their rhythm in terms of what they usually were executing, that being that running back. Yeah, you know, uh, when you take a look at last week, uh, obviously it was a game where the offense was struggling. You could even tell that when they were up 10 nothing in the first quarter. It wasn't the same kind of offensive flow that we had seen uh, the first weeks of the season. Um, but that's where you need your defense in, in, to step up. And the game wasn't lost on the pick six. It wasn't lost on the next interception. Yeah, that was only 14-10. to 10. It was plenty of time left in the game. The game was lost, Gene, when the Buccaneers went 65 yards for a touchdown and 62 yards for a touchdown of the next two drives. That made it 28 to 10 at halftime, and the game was over. Wayne, we heard Aaron Rodgers say last week after the game, at least, that this served as a bit of a wake-up call for the team. They were feeling pretty good about themselves in the weeks leading up to it. The Texans, though, are a team that's gone through a bit of a tumultuous start to the season, so this kind of seems to me, at least, like the perfect type of rebound game. You know, on paper it would look like it, um, but the Texans are are a team with a bad record that has a lot of talent when you look at that team. And Deshaun Watson is playing at a very high level. Will Fuller is having a career year. They've got uh, Randall Cobb out there still looking to me like he's uh, as good a slot receiver as he's ever been. Um, you know, they've got a couple of uh, – they're, they're a team that likes to run the football but doesn't get a chance to as much because they're behind. Um, they've struggled defensively but, again, have talent on that side of the football. Uh, led by J.J. Watt. So uh, this is uh, this Houston team's a lot better than 1-5, and five, let me put it that way. Seems like a lot of conversation this week about potential defensive big plays, whether it's a better pass rush, whether it's uh, creating turnovers. Maybe not so much for this weekend, but just for this team to do what it wants to do this year. How many more big plays does this team need to get from a defensive standpoint? Well, you've got to get more than three turnovers in five games. Um, that goes pretty much without saying, and that's a big part of it. You know, defense today is not what it used to be. It, it's not shutting people down, holding them to under 60 yards rushing a game, unless, of course, you're Tampa Bay, or, uh, you know, keeping them, holding them under 20 points a game necessarily, unless you're Baltimore. But um, today's defense relies on, you know, you're going to give up yards. You're going to get hit uh, with a big play or two, but it's a matter of taking the ball away at the right time. It's a matter of stepping in and playing um, well when your offense is struggling, and that's kind of what you're looking for your defense to do. You're not going to put the numbers on the board of the 85 Bears or the 2,000 Baltimore Ravens. The game's not played that way anymore. Um, the rules don't allow you to play that way. Uh, but um, you know, you you hope your defense is good enough that when uh, the offense struggles, the defense can pick it up. Yeah, and that seems to be the template this uh, season so far, Wayne. I mean, we saw it in the games where the Packers won. They had no score the other team because the defense gave up a lot of points 30 points a game on average well, but I would say this, uh, understand, you know, we saw a glimpse of what this defense can do. The, the Packers defense has talent, uh, and they've invested draft picks and money into this defense. They're, they have good players, and we saw it in New Orleans when they rose up and Zedaria Smith made that uh, strip sack. Uh, that was the key turning point of that ball game. And then the very next series, they forced a one, rare one, two, three, and out by New Orleans. Uh, that defense can and has the ability to do exactly what I've described, and I think all we need to do is see it on a little bit more uh, consistent basis.
Got to tip my hat to you, too. You called it last week at this time. You said, watch these two inside linebackers for Tampa Bay. They are disruptive forces, and, man, they tore it up last week. Oh, they're they're prototypical of what the inside linebacker in today's game is all about, Gene. I know we don't have time to go into it fully, but um, the inside linebacker today has to be fast enough to cover sideline to sideline, fast enough to cover a tight end or a running back in pass coverage, and strong enough and big enough to uh, to fill the hole against the run. And that's really what those guys do. And, and, you know, obviously while you're filling the hole against the run, you're getting to the quarterback too with some of those guys. So inside linebacker, the positions change because – Teams are in three wide receivers as base offense mostly, and instead of nickel, you got to be able to keep your two inside linebackers on the field because teams are running out of 11 personnel. Pre-game at 9, noon kickoff here on WTMJ and on the Packers Radio Network, where the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, will have the call. Wayne, we'll talk to you Monday. Thank you so much. You bet, guys. Have a good weekend. You bet.